Welcome to Roro and Scotty. We're on to number seven, episode number seven. Episode seven, fan bloody tastic. Episode seven, series one. Some people would say it's six, seven, too many. Well, possibly, but they can just stop listening, can't they? Well, I think they've done that already, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it keeps us off the street on a Saturday. Exactly, and especially if you're new nails, I think you need to stay off the street. Well, I don't really <laughs> want to get the... The wrong people interested, do I? Just anyone interested, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty thinks that I I um, just had my nails done earlier on and Scotty seems to think that they look like hooker nails. So um, so I don't, I don't want to give the wrong impression when I start my new job on Monday. But um, I, think, I think they look, they look good. Well, that could be part of your, your selling pitch. Just, just mm. for the, the listeners, Rona's moving to a well-known... Optical eyesight company. So maybe it can be part of your test is you know, can you make out what colour these nails are? Yeah. No, no, you need you definitely need laser eyes surgery. <laughs> you can't you can't even identify colour anymore. <laughs> Cataracts, what do you mean? You can't see those. You can't So uh... it could be integrated as part of the eye test. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well no, that's... no one's gonna forget you, are they? Well, I hope not. Exactly. So it's no bad thing. Not a bad thing. I think that's a good opener. You know, we always talk about what's what have been happening this week and stuff. So you've been, so I've been, you've been prepping getting ready, for, prepping for your new job. Yeah. So I went. I had a, a girl come round yesterday, and um, and did my hair. So um, the bleaching went a little bit wrong, and I've now got yellow roots. Um. So we tried to balance it out with some purple phenola shampoo and. The purple took to the ends, but not to the roots. So I've basically essentially got purple ends and yellow roots. But, you know, I think everybody will be understanding because there's not any hairdressers open, there's not any salons open and things. So, you know, at least I've made the effort and um, I can try putting on a bit of toner tonight for half an hour and see if that balances it out. But she's cut it lovely. I and it's, say, the cut's nice. You know, so at the end of the day, it's fine. Everyone's in the same boat, so it's not it's not the end of the world. Your hair's looking fabulous. Oh, thank you. Well, it's much easier for a... In all seriousness, mm. I've got a set of clippers cut up myself. It's, I know. I mean, I used to cut it in uni and stuff. For a guy... It's a lot this easier. This isn't a disaster. Of course it is. Yeah. Unless you've got longer hair, you're getting colour as a guy. Yeah. You can just keep it short. It's true. For a lady, it's... It's more it's management, a, especially if you've is. got blonde. I think if you've got darker hair, you can just bang on a, a dye. You can put on some... Of you, you know, can. put on a, a box dye. But, you know, um, you just got to make the most of what you've got. And I, um, it, it could be a lot worse. When is your first official haircut? Is your normal hairdresser contact here? Because uh, obviously the, from the fifth of April they can open up again. Yeah, they. I need to. I need to phone them. I've not. I've not done that. I'll get that organised. I've got. I've had quite a lot. A lot of balls in the air, <laughs> juggling balls and. Um, so apart from the hair and nails. Yeah. In, Inca. Inca's Inca. Inca. The dog's three, gone through. Yeah. She's quite a traumatic three, week. Three more teeth out. Bless her. She's, she's cuddling into my blanket here. She. Um, yeah. She said three more teeth out. She was going in to get one out and then. The vet phoned me up and said there's three that are bad. So, so she's a ten out in total now, bless her. Um, but she seems to be she seems to be bright. It's like she's maybe not got the the pain anymore. So, we care so much about our wee pets, and when they look at us and they're not well, 
we just want to do anything to, to fix them. So hopefully that's all of our, our bad teeth out and she's um she's back to being a, a crazy spaniel again. I hope. And she's in she's good form today. Yeah. yeah. We'll just say it's funny if if it was a human had three or four teeth out a day before, mm. you wouldn't be running around and stuff like in case no, today. Jumping in the river. No, so, you'd be lying in bed with ice packs on your cheek, wouldn't you? Of course you would be. So you'd be getting, more resilient. You'd be getting, Animals are more resilient than people anyway. Of course you would be. And you'd be getting Ubers from the co op round the corner, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> delivery actually. Oh delivery, sorry. Delivery. Other delivery companies are available, but yeah. not as good. Well, not as prompt. Not as prompt. They, they can get you shopping from co-op and bring it round if you've forgotten to buy a specific type of flower and pop it at your door and you don't need to go out and get... Yeah, it's called convenience. Yeah, that's the one. I was trying to think of a reason why you should just not pop out to the co-op. <laughs> well, if you just had free teeth out yesterday, I think there'd be, you'd be in a lot of pain. But she doesn't do the shopping though, I do it. Well, Inca told me she did the shopping. Oh, well, she, she would do. Little bugger. You tell fibs again. Good cook. She's a good cook. Good cook, she says. Oh, she's not cooked me anything. You? Anyway. <laughs> the dog whisperer. That's, yeah. Aww. Yeah, just to confirm, this is not a, a podcast of noises from Rona. <laughs> So yeah, so first thing I always talk about this week, and I think it fits in very nicely with yourself, mm-hmm. is there was a story this week, obviously one of the, probably one of the fresh, a person to do is quit their job. Oh yeah. One of the sort of momentous things. Yeah. You, over the years you've heard stories of, maybe it's ended acrimoniously and people will look for ways of one-upmanship and all that type of stuff. Uh-huh. And there was a story from a guy in Georgia in America this week. Mm-hmm. He worked, he was a mechanic, car mechanic. Mm-hmm. Worked at his local garage and didn't end great. And there was an argument over how much he was due. He was he thought he was due nine hundred dollars. Guy guy owning the garage was like, no, no, we don't need blah blah. And one day the guy ex employee left, mm-hmm. woke up, and on his driveway the garage owner had just got a wheelbarrow with ninety thousand pennies. Oh wow! Greased them up and just turfed them onto the guy's driveway and went it with a note. You know, along the lines of basically. There's your money. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Exactly. There's your money. So it just, it just got into mind, just obviously you've just quit your job and it's always, mm. it's one of those things, sometimes you can build it up as well and actually it happens, it's like... Not that big a deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's not, you know, not a big deal. I mean, that was for you, wasn't it? Same. Uh, this occasion, it was pretty straightforward. Pretty, it am- was, pretty it, amicable. Very amicable and um, just sort of like, sometimes you just run your course and you get a bit bored of a job and... You're not putting as much in and um I know that like generally we should be thankful for having a job at the moment but an opportunity came along to get another one and it was just too good to pass up. So um yeah, sort of left on good terms with my old boss. Um and since I've left actually a colleague of mine handed his notice in yesterday. So that's two out of the four sales so, so. team. Yeah. Down to two. Well, it tells you all when you when you hear more than one folk leaving, there's, there's usually there's issues there, isn't there? So there's now a third and a fourth that are potentially going as well. So I guess there's a lot of unrest with people having not been in a normal a lot of people not being in a normal work environment, and that not being maybe make them realise that 
the organisation structure, whatever is not what, what it should be, or there's other opportunities that might pay better. And before going back into the real working sort of world, um, maybe take a punt and try something different. And I think what we got to lose, essentially, you know. Completely. Um, so, so I think for that, that, that was a fairly kind of straightforward um, leave. Have you ever had a dramatic departure from a No, I never had. Company? I think the always companies have always been delighted to see me leave. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been sacked? Never been sacked. Even student jobs never, no, never been sacked. Mm. Um, but it, it, but it's it is funny now because obviously, folk always said that when you jobs as a student, folk will like enjoy this now because yeah, you've got no real responsibilities, blah blah. Mm. blah. And it's not until you you, you start you know, you leave education or you start working full time, you've got mm. bills, then you do realize actually it becomes more restrictive. Whereas when you're younger, you don't realize. You could you can literally can try anything mm-hmm. because you're probably either still at home or not you know yeah you haven't got the same commitment you probably haven't got kids blah 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 mm-hmm. so yeah it does you look back now and the whole thing as well when you're a student you didn't pay tax yeah well you didn't have a mortgage so you didn't have a mortgage you were yeah. like this is you know this is brilliant yeah I mean the best the best job I had as a student was in a call centre mm-hmm. only worked I think it was three nights a week six till nine whatever it was. Mm. So you used to go to uni during the day, go straight there. And mm-hmm. it, the, so, the social, because most of the folk there were students. Yeah. Social life was brilliant. All the club flyers came in, so you got free tickets and stuff. Great. You know, you met loads of folk and all that. And the money, the bonuses were, I mean, I was taking home, this is like late nine, 1990s, really, 700 quid a month mm-hmm. as a student. It was, you know, for oh, like, that's good. not a lot of work. So the bonuses were good. So yeah, so it's, no, there's never, like I say, I think I've always been delighted to uh, no, see me go. No, but I think, no, seriousness, when I've decided, I mean, I don't do, I wouldn't do like an off the cuff. I would be, I'm very calculated when it yeah, comes to stuff like that. Yeah. I'm more like, if I've made that decision, mm. uh, and to be fair, most, the places I've been to, I've always said that, look, I understand you wouldn't have made this decision. Yeah. You, you can't, you're probably not be able to change your mind, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, never... Never had the never had never had that. But what were you? Was uh, any acrimonious? Well, no, just the just the the call center, which I think I've talked about before. Maybe that I worked in selling holidays, and I, I wasn't really that prompt to getting in in time, and I, I kind of maybe took my breaks a bit longer chatting outside up in a fag with my colleagues, and um, yeah, I, I I didn't really the the woman who was our manager wasn't that inspiring slash enthusiastic so we all kind of sort of dreaded a Monday or dreaded you know going in and I just walked in one day probably about 15 minutes late and um and she just dragged me into the office and 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 said that they were like asking me to leave and um and then escorted me off the premises so that was that was the that was the only one that was of any sort of drama, I would say. All that, and then there was the one in um, Zach and Thos when I was holiday repping, and I slept in for a transfer and um, and woke up, and the transfer was at four in the morning. I woke up at half four, so I had to take a busload of people from the the resort to the airport that I slept in. So Had the bus left? I totally forgot about that one. The bus left blind without a rep to count how many people were coming in from each hotel. It just had the route of hotels. I woke up and instead of just 
phoning saying Denise look I've slept in blah 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 I decided to create a moped accident and um, seriously she created yeah, this whole scenario about that. And, and ripped my dress and dragged my leg on the ground she actually went to the whole yeah, lengths yeah, yeah. of put a bandage around my ankle and then got a lift to the airport and was like basically this moped was coming towards me and I, I fell off into the ditch and um, like totally, I didn't know where I was. And um, so my mate, Liz, was like, right, okay, you need to sort this out. You need to do whatever. But one of the lads that was in the team that was a bit of a goody two-shoes found out on a night out and told Denise, the boss. Who he was, didn't grass in, did he? Yeah, grass me in. So she dragged me into her office and she's like, I know what happens around there. And I was like, oh, what do you mean, Denise? She went, I know that you didn't have an accident. I know that you didn't get to the transfer because you slept in. You've got two choices. You can either get a plane ride home or you can go and work the rest of the season in Falarachi. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my mate's got a bar in town, so I'll just get a job there. Thanks. So that was the end of that. But yeah, that was that was a, a repping job that, that I did. But it wasn't one of them seasons where the team was all together. It was quite disjointed and I was hanging about with people more so that were working in the bars rather than the, the repping so that season was just a that was just a that's yeah, but let, let's be honest you, you will not be in the first or the last rip uh, to sleep to in I in. know probably been out the night before yeah we yeah we probably not been to night. bed a couple of hours yeah you, yeah. you, you will not be the, the, the last holiday rip in the world no no that's true that's true it's hardly you know it's not exactly it's not a card shocking. Of, did people miss it? But it's, it's funny when you're younger, these things seem mad, you know. Like you're saying, if this happened now, you're, you're 40 years, you know, I'm 40, I know you're younger than me, but yep. you wouldn't be going around making up moped stories, you just go like I was late. No, I, 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 like, I, I was late, late, but it became this... But in your mind, at that age, you're like, I need to make up this... Uh-huh. I mean, that's, to get to out be fair, it, I quite admire your, the ability to make up a story off the cuff like that. Well... It's good imagination. Yeah, I guess it is. I mean, I, I collected my thoughts. I went down to, to the beachfront and I thought, what am I going to do? I smoked a fag and then I thought, yeah, accident. So then I put it together like that. I didn't do it straight away and then I, then I got a lift to the airport. But um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. That, that, that is quite a good, uh, that would be a good series or certainly a good episode of the things that you've made up to get out of things. Oh yeah, yeah, completely. Especially, you say, oh, funny, it doesn't change throughout your life. No. There's always stuff you're like, oh, I, don't, I really don't want to. Yeah, white lies like to get so that you're not going to hurt someone's feelings by saying, yeah. I don't want to meet you tomorrow because I'm, you know, you can say, rather than saying that, you just say, I've got. And then they see you. And then they see you. And then you. Or think. someone says to them. Especially. It's... I think you, you, yeah, it's get. Getting caught out is the worst because yeah. you know deep down you shouldn't have done it anyway, but you were trying to. It was. But that's what I'm saying. As you get older, you realise you just you, better just you, tell yeah, the truth. Yeah, <coughs> Tell the truth, kid. Life's too short. No point pulling the punch. And you know yourself in life. Life is a strange way of giving you a kick if you try and do. It can do. It certainly can do. Yeah. Short and short. Cut. Cut the. And also corners. don't yeah don't go for the complicated story. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. I know. Keep it simple. Stupid. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Not. Not be. Not be making up silly things like that. 
There was something else actually just when you were talking about at the the top about your mm. hair, nails, etc. Yeah. And I thought this will be a good, you know, a good one to talk to you about as well. Is what is the most embarrassing beauty treatment or something that's happened? You have either DIYs. Oh, you know, right. Because obviously a lot of people the last year to DIY hair, whatever. Yeah. Waxing, etc. Nails. You know what is the most embarrassing DIY beauty? Yeah, stories. there's lots of them. There's so many. I don't. I don't believe you. There's a. There's been a lot of uh, car crashes on that front. Um, from dyeing my hair, and then a friend had to try and dye it back, and then my scalp was bleeding. Um, no. Yeah, scalp yeah, bleeding. yeah. My scalp was bleeding because we put three boxes of bleach in it to try and reverse it from was red. Not absolutely head up. Yeah, yeah. It was absolutely on fire. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um. So that that was one, and then. Obviously, everyone's at some. Well, most people at some point have done the whole waxing thing. Like you've not got time to go. To, you can't get an appointment and blah blah blah. So, um, I thought I can do this myself. I can do this myself. So it was that wax that sets, and you don't have a strip. You just let it set and then pull it off. Well, I put a bit too much on one area. It's quite sensitive, and um. It took me, oh, probably the best part of an hour to get it all off bit by bit. Um, it, it, it must have been red raw. <laughs> it must have been. It's not recommended. For anyone, just wait until you go to the salon. They know what they're doing. You know, it's... Um, what, what about that, you? That's, that's proper salon wax. Because when, yeah. when I go wax... You've got to know what you're doing. got to know what you're doing with it. Plus, you can't leave, you've got it off, I think it's like, you leave it off only for a minute or two and then you take it off with the strips. If you leave it that length of time, oh, that must be... Oh, it was brutal. Excruciating. And I couldn't get it off any other way. Like, there's well, there no is way no that, other way, there is no other way getting You've got off. to literally just, like, brace yourself. But yeah, yeah, we know your chest wax story. Oh, that, that, that wasn't a DIY on it. Have you got any DIY stories? Yeah, well, probably before I went waxing, I used to use that beach stuff. Remember, I was telling yeah, you before. Yeah. And I had numerous ones where you hand wash your hands properly and stuff. Put them. You had to a clump out my hair. Oh. Because obviously I'd used it, and then it's it's like you can't get it. It's really difficult to get it off your hands. Hydrogen peroxide. And just went for a shower. And I didn't even think of it. Obviously shampoo. Yeah. And it basically took like a mass. I had like a monk. Oh my Hole, god! Hole, but it wasn't even where you'd have it. Obviously, the crown no, was like at the side. Thing oh. is, I must have been like early twenties when you're, you know, don't be wrong. I'm being. You but, can be a little. But when very you're more so vain, when you're exceptionally vain, I had this patch. But it's actually funny just talking about that as well. I remember, must have been eighteen, nineteen. One of my mates decided to, like, for guys, obviously with a sideburn, so when you're shaving and stuff. Mm. And I don't know what he was. He decided he was gonna uh, trim it, and, he, and the problem was he had he had a, a little bit of it which was thin, and the other and he decided to shorten, and he basically ended up with his sideburns were like at, at his top of his ears. <laughs> we were all like, "What have you done, mate?" That's the cl- that's the You're like an army, like yeah, proper American classic, army. Classic, like when you start trimming your fringe, for example, and then you balance it out yeah. that way, and then you keep going, and then we were just like, "Oh dear, what have you done?" And the thing is, it doesn't grow back. You know, it doesn't grow back no. that quickly. So it looked like a proper fryer tuck. 
He had no sideburns. And it's weird, actually. You don't notice this until the sideburns frame the ears. They're there for a reason. Yeah, yeah. And he frames... As soon as someone doesn't have sideburns, you're like, jeez, you look like Spock or something. You know, it was really, really, really odd. I mean, I've had some hair disasters. As well. I mean, I used to do the same as you. And you hear ladies say this all the time. So I go and get my hair cut. Now, bear in mind, my hair's pretty short. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, oh, the front isn't as short as how I want it. Because every time they'd be like, are you happy with the length? You're like, I'll take a bit more off. But they never take off enough. No. So you just go, God, I'm not even going to bother saying this anymore. Let's just get this ordeal over. Yeah. And I'll do it myself. Yeah. And I used to do the same as you. I'd get home, I'd, your clippers. Yeah. And you'd end up going, Jesus, I've used the wrong... I and mean, I've done that. Used yeah, the wrong what I number. thought was a four. Yeah. Used a one or a two and you've just like taken this patch out the front and stuff. Oh my God. And it just looks... And you're just like this... Yeah, this is not good. Not a good look. Not a, not good, a good look. look. But do you know what? How many people do you see walking down the road at the moment oh, well. with hair issues and, you know, like in need of these professionals? So bring on the 5th of April when all these will be open again and we can all start... So could you feel better when you've got your hair done and your nails done and you know you're making a bit of an effort going into the workplace? That's what I'm looking forward to. Putting on some proper adult clothes, having adult conversations. With structure as well, isn't it? Structure. Gives you structure to your day. Use the old grey matter. Of course it is. And like you say, meeting new people. Yeah, it's exciting. Know, of course it is. It's actually new, new environment, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, I'm obviously going to have separation anxiety with Inca, but she'll be with her gran, so. All week? She'll be with her grand... Yeah, all week, yeah. It won't last forever. No, exactly. No, no, it's just fine. It's just until the training's over and things And then like you'll that. go off from your jolly halls to Newcastle and Manchester. Yeah. The new gaff. The new... The new gaff. The new... I'm going to have to educate you here. I don't have a new house. Uh, I've been saying down, down to Newcastle and Manchester be a new hood. All right. Then you would say, like, what? Like your new hood. Well, isn't your, your new hood? No. You're an old hand down there. Yeah, I know, I know Newcastle and I know, I know Manchester. Oh, isn't it? You're, no, you know the North West at the back of your hand? I do. I do. And just uh, talking about work as well, there was a story I was reading about this week about a guy in America. Hmm. It's funny how these, see these stories. Stories all seem to be totally. you American. Don't, you, you don't get. You just don't get these stories in the UK. I think maybe these people are too polite, too reserved. Possibly. There's a, a chap who, he won a, a million dollars mm-hmm. on the, the lottery over in the US. It'll be one of the state lotteries. Mm-hmm. And over in the US, so basically, obviously saw his numbers come in, happy days, and then suddenly about three or four hours later was like, what do I do with the ticket? Oh, God, it's your worst nightmare. What do I do with the ticket? So then he's... He's trying to retrace his steps uh-huh. and what they were saying in America is, and I'm, I'm assuming it's the same here. If a, Obviously, if a ticket's unsigned, which it would be, you've just bought a ticket like you would do mm. for the National Lottery here. Mm. Whoever's got the ticket, because mm-hmm. otherwise there's no proof you bought it. So whoever has a ticket is Seriously? a winner. Yeah. So he was frantically going around and basically he thought it, he'd dropped it in a car park, a public car park. And he, he stayed there for 24 hours, slept in his car overnight. Uh-huh, you would though, I mean. Yeah, I of course you would. Yeah. And basically, eventually found it. He was hunting around, you know, obviously the edge of the car park and stuff, and eventually found the ticket. Wow. But he was trying to do it, obviously, in a way that wasn't obvious. He was yeah, frantic. Found the ticket, boom. Then I was going to say, what would you, two things, what would you do if you won the lottery? Yeah. 
And number two, what would you do if you knew you'd won the lottery but never found the ticket? Well, how gutting would that? I mean, that must be that would. In terms of things that I would be scared of. Well, I tell you something Imagine worse that than that. Before I tell you what what I would do, I tell you what a girl that I worked with um, in advertising, one her best friend from school, her her and her husband played the lottery every week with the same numbers every week, and I, I swear to God, I was I didn't believe this story when I heard it. But the every single number of theirs came up. He thought she'd bought it, and she thought oh. he'd bought it. The, every number came up. Oh, that's and your worst. So it's not a case of. It doesn't matter. I know you've not. I see in that scenario, you you always think that's. That's just and 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 I think I do believe they're still together, but, geez, like I I don't think you I could... you you wouldn't be together with them. I don't think so. <laughs> You would just be looking, going. You, you idiot! Where you buy the ticket? But then it would be your fault as well. But you should have just communicated with well, each other. But yeah, but, that, that, but I, no, think, I think that'd I mean, be worse. I think that'd be that's worse. worse. That's worse. See losing the ticket. Losing the ticket. Okay, that's that's bad. Yeah. But see that not buying it. The not buying it is probably worse in yeah. the pantheon of lottery ticket wins. That's but losing the ticket that would be. It's probably not as applicable here in the UK because you can obviously buy it on the app. Well, I, I do tend to buy them online, but, but I mean, if I did, I do think about this quite regularly, obviously, because every time I play the lottery every week, I think that I'm at... But most people do. Gonna win. But I really do. And I'm like, well, the first thing, oh God, there's so many things you would do. Like, you would obviously sort out your close, nearest and dearest. Oh, thank you, Rona. Yeah, of course I would, <laughs> Scotty. Don't even need to think about that. You're on you, the you wouldn't even think about me. I didn't... <laughs> No, we're being serious now. I would definitely sort you out with a cool... A cool... Time to think hard here. A nice apartment. But yeah, it depends what I've won. But, um, but I, would, I would set up an animal sanctuary to help and I would also get involved with loads of animal charities that are trying to boost like sun bear numbers, orangutan numbers, rhino numbers. Are you yawning? No. You just you just look really <laughs> off. Sorry if I'm boring you. Um so I would do obviously a lot of involvement with animals and then I would have my kind of like sideline things like my little poochie parlours so that people could come in and get their dogs washed and have like so there'd be a chain of pink poochie parlours. Is that what you call it? What what would you call it? Pink poochie parlours, is that what you call it? Uh, I would just probably call it the Poochie, Poochie Parlour. I think it's a good, it's, it's got a good ring to TP, it. Nice pee bit pee. of alliteration. Mm-hmm. I like that. And that just came to me there. That's how. That's very often how the best business ideas yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, write that down. Just off the cuff. And, um, yeah, and I would obviously have a, um, I'd have a, a nice apartment in, like, a ski resort, a ski in, ski out. And then I would have a nice boat, just sail around Greece. And then, obviously, I would have a, a nice big pad in the Highlands and then a nice big pad in Glasgow and then whatever else I could and I would just get someone to invest it because I'm not very good with all that but I wouldn't I wouldn't allow myself to have access to the money because I know that, like people do become bankrupt after winning the lottery just because they go crazy and they don't have any and I, I think I'm probably better now but I'm still shit with money so um so I would uh, there's no end to what what I would do with the money like I'm not like oh I wonder what I would I know it's just a case of would it cover all that and if it didn't I would need to 
well, I can't do that then, I can't do that. If I lost it, um, oh. What, or, or what about, what about if you won the lottery? I mean, you hear this a lot. Mm. People win the lottery, whatever, multiple millions, whatever. Yeah. And they burn through it, like you say. Yeah. Is it that regret of I didn't, and they've got nothing to show for it? Yeah. You know, they haven't, like you say. Because the natural inclination is, you know, I speak to the accountant, blah, blah, blah. I make sure my family, close family are good. Yeah. Now, that's a sensible thing to do. But even the most reasoned person, the excitement, I mean... Well, you just, you don't, you're not thinking rationally. You're not rationally. You're so excited. The excitement, the, the adrenaline... You, you'd be thinking as well got to be careful who I tell you know because the problem is once yeah. you hear that all extended family members start going oh, oh yeah actually, everyone comes out of the woodwork of course they do so it's I, I always think it's like anything in life doesn't matter how much you know, money you've got you still get issues just a different set of issues yeah but it is that whole it must be like a bombshell even the most you know reasoned folk must be like this is proper yeah, head banging totally Totally. What uh, would you What would you spend the lottery on? Well, that's easy for me. I'd have a, I'd open a sports resort. Okay. Um, Where? Well, I think the f- the first one, probably in a Greek island or mm. maybe Havar Island of Croatia. Mm-hmm. But I'd have a chain of maybe two or three, mm-hmm. and obviously tennis would be a big aspect of it. But it'd be the whole holistic piece as well. So sports nice. medicine. Physio, all meditation, that side of stuff, meditation, yoga, yoga pilates. Nice. Um, nutrition. Yeah, nutrition. Nice. But sort of mini university style on campus. So sort of a, like a, a club of manga, but not as sprawling as that. So yeah. quite quite high end. We go quite niche on it. Nice. Don't go for you know, yeah, don't go for Club La Santa and stuff. You're going for niche. You might only have maybe 20, 30 rooms, that type of thing. Yeah. So yeah, exclusive. Exclusive. So nice. And like you say, I'd probably have a place in London, the UK, and then you would just have wherever he's. You know, if it was Havar Island or the Greek Island, you would stay. But like get you say, a house at, where I was just about to say, oh my God, all the women will know where you live in the area of Glasgow in which you reside. <laughs> you would um, maybe get a house with a nice garden as well. A nice garden. Yeah. A nice garden. You're not really feeling the garden aspect, no, are you? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a big garden. I mean, you don't need to be a gardener to have a garden. I know you don't, but you. It's just I've never. I mean, we had a garden when we were growing up. They're they're great, but you don't use them as much as you think you will. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, but I just we didn't when we were younger. Didn't really use them. We do played you... a bit of football and stuff in it. Played tennis, but didn't. No, it's just not your thing. Yeah. I mean, I've already been out planting bulbs and I've got some... We had a full delivery last week, did you not? Yeah. Well, I didn't because it was minus the lavender trees. Don't, don't you love us how we just go off in tangents? Well, I do because that's how my head works. So the delivery came like, so lavender trees, and they're beautiful. No, the lavender trees lovely. didn't come. This is how engaged you are in this conversation. You've just picked up an aspect of it. Too cold for them. No, the lavender trees were ordered but haven't arrived yet. So, like the um the thyme and the um campanula and um a couple of others, they have the eucalyptus trees. They've arrived, but the lavender trees haven't, and the kinata haven't, and there's a couple of other sort of um like creeping creeping coloured herbaceous things that haven't come 
so I'm on with that but it, you will see the have you, have you planted them? Well, well I've potted the ones that I've got to get them strong enough because the back area is quite rough, so they need to be they need to be properly taken, and then I'll plant them, and then the others will go in pots. If you want nice. any pots, just let me know. We well, I mean lavender, Havar Island, which I was talking about there off Croatia in the Adriatic. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Yeah. Because of a lavender, it grows wild. Okay. And the smell when you go around the island is incredible, beautiful. Mm. Uh, and there's some very relaxing as well. The air's beautiful. It'll yeah. be because of a lavender. Of course. Nice. It is calming. Yeah. Even if you put a couple of drops of lavender in, in your, your pillow bath, at night. Or your, your pillow, pillow at night. night. You have a good night's sleep. Always. We're giving away all the secrets here. <laughs> giving away all the secrets. It is. It's non-stop rock and... Rock and roll oh, here, isn't it? Yeah. You can keep your whiskey, I get tell your you, lavender. When you talk about things that scare me in life, that's running out of lavender drops from my pillow. Right, well, I know what to get you for your Christmas. That, that must be... Uh, When's right your birthday? Yeah, well, you've missed my birthday. Oh, no. Yeah, my birthday's today. <gasps> Awkward. Yeah, I, I no, my birthday's July. July. I'm a Cancerian. 17th of July. We've had this conversation before. Yeah, you've just forgotten, as always. Well, I think by a couple of weeks into the new job, I'll be sharper, so I'll retain more information. You are. I call you Sharpie. You are sharp. Sharpie's it's, one of your nicknames. Don't be derogatory. Yeah, it's a Sharpie. You've been horrible to me. <laughs> Sharpie. <laughs> if it gives you... When's your birthday? 5th Feb. Oh, so I missed yours? Yep. <laughs> you didn't tell me either. I did. Did you? No, I didn't. I don't think so. You keep things you keep things quiet, don't you? I like your style. Well, you know, I think you fifth of February. Mhm. Aquarius. So Aquarius. What what does that star sign mean? I don't want to, I don't want to spend ten minutes talking about star signs. But All what, right, okay. But what's the what's the major personality traits of? Uh, generous, loyal, um, quirky. Um, You're ticking the boxes then. Well, everyone thinks that they are their star sign, don't oh, they? Of course they do. They all say, "I don't have this." But. Um, I think like can be distracted easily is one of them. Um, yeah, I think I, I I'm gonna go with I am pretty much every um personality trait in in Aquarius. I I reflect. I think I am quite quite that lack of commitment. Lack of commitment. Yeah, but I mean. You, you notice a lot of them are quite generic in these star signs to cover the bait. Yeah, all. of course they are. I used to read it religiously. Well, I did the same because remember you used to be in the paper? Mystic Meg. Mystic Meg and stuff. I used to live for that. But I remember because remember when Mystic Meg started doing the National Lottery. Remember oh, yeah. Lottery first, first started? Yeah. Saturday night. I mean, that was main, that was like prime time. Yeah. Seven, half seven kind of draw. And they had Mystic Meg, this ball. When you so think back now, it's, it's so crass. It's like. Seriously, was that on BBC One? I know, but... 20 million folk watching it? I know, I Just know. shows you, and this, you've got this lady in a wig. Was she in a wig? It was a real hair, wasn't it? She had it cut like a bob, like a oh, dark bob. Oh, I jet black, Would you like jet black bob? With this big uh, glow, basically. Yeah. With nothing in it. And she just said, yeah. I, mean, I can't remember, she wasn't even trying to predict the numbers on it. What was the No, she wasn't. She what, was, what I think she, I can't... I think she was more just sort of like... Um, Talking about it's funny the star alignment, alignment, the star like what what they're doing, and you know moving into spring equinox, for example. At the moment, she would talk about things like that, wouldn't she? 
It's just so random. Back now, it's just really random. But I do wish they still drew the numbers. It, I was actually going to say, I think they only stopped televising it a couple mm. of years ago. Mm. But it'll be because the numbers, I mean... Nobody would have watched it. Of course it. they wouldn't have. But, I mean, but they should still do a live draw somewhere that you can watch it. Well, I think they, I think you, they probably do if you, if you go on yeah. online. They probably still I do. I have tried to find it, but... Because uh, when you you go on, you have to see what machine and stuff they use. It's been verified and all that. Ah, of course. Yeah, back in the day, remember it was on TV. I mean, yeah. Natural Lottery was massive. Yeah, it was. It was, but obviously there's a limit to how entertaining that can be. Isn't it? Maybe. Really? So, um, moving on, what are we going to be... When ex- we grow up? Mm, well, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Um, what, 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 what? What do you want to say? What scares you in life, Rona? I'm your psychologist now. Oh. That's a, that's a piercing question, isn't it? It's right at you. I fear the most in life, not spiders, not money issues. Well, actually, I should fear that. Um, not, like, out at night on my own. Uh, what I fear is... The sound of my dog's mouth, bless her. Um, I fear I've got to be, yeah, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a place, staying, I, I am a bit of a commitment phobe. Got there in the end. But that, that, that's, not an, that's not an unusual, I think... You don't think that's unusual? Okay. No, and no, I, the, the, reason okay, I think, the reason I think that is, and I take my hat off to you for admitting that, I think uh, a lot of people, I think it's a natural human, that whole su- suffocation mm. piece, isn't it? It's like, yeah, but people don't like to feel restricted, but then there's a security and there's an expectation in society. You go to school, whatever, you start working, you get married, you have kids. Yeah. That's that's the story, that's how the story pans out. Uh-huh. So, if you suddenly turn around and go and, oh, well, that's maybe not for me. Yeah. It's not necessarily a thing of commitment, it's just, you know, you're like, well, I'm not ready for that now. It doesn't mean you're not. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, most people want to have, you know, be in that job and they just get on with it and then they meet somebody and they get married and that's it and they just do that. Obviously, a lot of people get divorced, but generally speaking, they kind of, they want that security, whereas that security, is it freaks me out. Security. But then, mean, then folk always say, no, no, Ronnie, you're just not, Met the, the right, right person, one. or you're not in the right job because if you're in the right job or right person or whatever well, it is, you know that could be true to an extent, yeah. I suppose. You, your folks say that all the time. Maybe, don't they? maybe. You know, it's um, yeah, but I mean, yours is commitment. What What's yours? Mine's a dentist. Oh yeah. I hate the dentist, and I Have think you had a lot of work done to your teeth. Oh, what are you trying to say? Well, <laughs> they don't look like. You, you've got a good teeth. Yeah, no, I've had, I've, I've had them whitened. I had them whitened just before the lockdown last year. Uh-huh. So you have the old gum shield. And yeah, you, and it makes your teeth you mega gel, sensitive. You mega. I wasn't, to be fair, I wasn't, the dentist said that, look, you know, most folk are fine. Uh-huh. I had a little bit of sensitivity, but it wasn't unbearable. Not too bad. Uh-huh. Yeah, see, when you wear a gum shield at night, you, you put in the stuff. Mm. I've had them whitened, mm-hmm. but I've not had anything aesthetically done to them. But it's just a whole... It's the fact you have no control. Mm. And I know Inca has obviously been to the dentist this week. Mm. The problem you've got is, it's like, it's like to be honest, I would put down any medical procedure because they could tell you whatever. Mm. How can you contradict that? 
Yeah. It's very difficult for you to go, no, well, I don't think I need all, all my wisdom teeth out, you know? Yeah. You, you, people just go, well, you're the medical profession, so I've just got to go. And that's what I hate about dentists. You hate, there's a lot of noise. You but you're not see. in a lot of work done. No, no, but I've had fillings done. Well, who's not had a filling? Yeah, yeah, but you know, it's that whole thing of... Have you had root canal? No, I never had root canal. I mean, the, the worst is when this, you know, once had a filling quite near the front, mm. and obviously they get the big syringe to jag it up. Uh-huh. The size of the syringe. Yeah, like, yeah, it's oh, quite it's going to come out my nostril, that's so yeah. big. And it actually... That's that's quite... A, that's not an uncommon fear, though. Yeah, but it doesn't... So, so when it happens, you're like... Literally it's not didn't that feel bad. Like, nah, didn't feel anything. But yeah, it's that whole thing of not... What could go wrong? Or... Yeah, or what's happening here. Yeah. Um, noise, you don't have... And then all the saliva's coming in, because you, you wear those like specs, oh. and all like the water and stuff, and it's, like, it's just not a good... And then they always try and speak to you when there's like blood and stuff. Coming. Yeah, like, that's... Are you okay? And it's like, well, evidently I'm not not in a great scenario at the moment. So why, <laughs> why, why did I all... I can't chat. Is that, it's like sliver, because you've, you've dragged me up so much, basically I said my mouth's drooped. Yeah. And I've got sliver running down like a waterfall. And you ask me, it's not okay. ideal. It's not ideal. And then when they, oh, there's a spit cup, and you just see his blood pouring out. You're like, yeah, this just isn't. It's not, good. not. That's not ideal. Not ideal situation. So Rona, Scotty, Rona, Scotty. We've got to say it's thanks for your time. Cause I know you're a busy lady, <laughs> and a run up to this new job. And the great thing is, and it's this time next week we will to get an update in your first week. How exciting! You can tell us how it went. All the what you wore. Yeah, well, that's a big thing when you, yeah, wearing... Almost, of course, see, for a guy, again, this is easier. Shirt and tie. Shirt and tie, Dead easy. easy. Dead you get easy. easy with hair, you get easy with clothes. You just get, and then you get paid more than us. But... Oh. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a little few, there's a grenade to roll in at the end there. Oh, oh. But, roll it in and close the door. Yeah, what is it? Mic drop. No, what is it they say, um... What, what is it? What? An apple a day keeps a doctor away? No, not that one. Like, just light the... Light, light, light the fuse? Light the fuse and then run. No, it's it'll come to me. It'll... That's, that's a well-known phrase, that. Light the fuse <laughs> and then go for a run. We'll, we'll come back to that, we'll yeah? come back to that. But no, I, I, I actually feel quite sleepy because I've been doing so much but I've not really, apart from nails and hair and I've not actually done I've been wrapping up for work yesterday I think that's why I'm actually feeling my eyes get itchy you know when they get itchy when you're so tired of course it is because it's a the so, adrenaline's going yeah you're, it's unknown all that stuff so what yeah. you're talking about it's unknown it is you're not you're, you're having but to this, sort stuff out yeah it, it'll all be grand and um, we'll get an update next week we'll get an update next week and we can hear all about um, all your exciting news Definitely. Definitely. And with Inca. Inca, that's the end of the dental procedures. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, everybody have a wonderful week. A wonderful week. We'll be back for episode eight, which is the last episode of the series. Have a good week. Exciting. And we'll speak to you soon. Bye bye. For bye. Now. bye. bye.